Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that helps you live well and live long so you can do the things that light you up with the people you love. Hello, and welcome to episode 16. Thank you so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. In episode 15, we talked about journaling for well-being, reviewing the benefits and the basic how-tos. Today, I'd like to focus on how to deepen that conversation with ourselves and our lives. So sit back, take a nice long breath to ground yourself in presence, and let's get started. I usually journal in the morning. I use a hard-covered notebook with a pen clipped in the wire spiral that I keep on my bedside table. It's not unusual for me to write a page or a paragraph at 5 a.m. while sipping my coffee and greeting the day. I always start my entries with the day, date, and time in the upper right-hand corner of the page, take the first thought that bubbles up, and begin writing. Inevitably, I wind up in a place very different from where I started. Those unconscious leaps are gold for me. It's what's kept me going through the decades to uncover new insights and learn something new about myself. I like activities that show me who I am in ways I haven't witnessed before. It's what was so alluring about endurance sports when I began exploring them in my 50s. Whether it was back-to-back-to-back 100-mile bike rides or running an ultramarathon or doing a five-day fast, these are all activities that are not about competing against others. It's about learning something new about yourself and seeing what you're capable of doing. It's been my experience that when you come face-to-face with yourself at a critical threshold, some point of physical, emotional, or mental depletion, and sometimes all three, not only do you realize you can complete what you set out to do, but you get a clear view of what's beyond the imaginary boundary you thought you could never transcend. From your new vantage point, you can see what you're truly capable of with such clarity and vibrancy and intensity, and it's so much more than you ever imagined. You reset your view of what you once believed was possible. In similar fashion, writing takes stamina and endurance. It has the qualities of an ultramarathon versus a 100-yard dash. It's the same invitation to find your inner edge and peer beyond it. And it helps you grow in ways you don't even know you need until you're there. And I can tell you, the view is beautiful, and you find yourself in the company of others who are fed and wired in a similar manner. Once you forge a true connection with yourself, the changes that are occurring inside start to reflect in your outer world too. You begin to seek the same truth in others. And those folks not only become your friends, but know you in ways that others can't, because they've also made a choice to travel similar terrain by deepening the conversation with themselves. 
As the quality of life deepens, you notice an undercurrent of richness and beauty, a never-ending stream of topics to explore on the page. So how do you begin to deepen the conversation with yourself? The best way I know to dive deep that's easily accessible is through writing micro-memoirs. Micro-memoir is defined as a captured moment in life that opens into deeper, meaningful insights and connects with the broader human experience. The moment is drawn from personal experience and creates a standalone world with as few words as possible. And that's what I love about micro-memoir. The writing is done in short bursts. It's like a written version of a Polaroid picture, a snapshot of a moment in time. But if it doesn't hit the truth mark for whatever reason, given that it's only a paragraph or a page or two, you can move on to the next one. You can keep a running list of moments that you'd like to explore in the back of your notebook. Look for those everyday moments that are emotional or physical turning points. Here's one that comes to mind for me. An image of my mom looking into the bassinets as she met her twin great-granddaughters for the first time, each of their little hands wrapped around her index fingers. The image is sweet and tender, but the emotional complexity is what's of interest here. This meeting was a long time coming. She was 89 and at the end of her life. The girls spent the first seven weeks of their lives in the neonatal intensive care unit. My mom was attached to an oxygen machine at home, the rhythmic swoosh of air keeping her alive. She wanted nothing more than to see these two little girls. That was their first meeting. She had one more afternoon with them, and then she passed. As you can see, I can take this one image and approach it from so many different angles. What images linger for you and why? Which ones hold the most heat? An image can be a moment of clarity or a choice made. It could be a key realization or an observation. It could be a scene or even a snippet of an overheard conversation. Something brief and clear and compelling. That moment you knew the relationship was over. Walking out of your childhood home for the last time before it sold. Seeing the night sky for the first time miles away from any city light. You get to fill in the details and emotion, and in doing so, you reveal a bit about yourself in the choices you've made and the lessons learned. Once you choose a moment to write about, approach it like a photographer. Take a moment and compose the shot. You can choose to zoom in or zoom out. Take a macro view or go wide angle. You can focus a bit on the background to give the subject some room, or you can even put the subject a bit off-center. Different angles will give you different outcomes and different points of view. These moments are less about reporting what happened and more about interpreting a feeling. They're a way in, a portal to discovery. And when we write about these moments with curiosity in how they make us feel, we invite mystery 
And that's when you experience a magical leap or a surprising turn. In other words, a dive into deeper waters. I'd like to leave you with two quotes, one from an 18th century poet and the other from a 20th century journaling pioneer. First, William Wordsworth, which is an awesome last name if you're a poet. Wordsworth wrote, Fill your paper with the breathings of your heart. And the second are words of encouragement from Christina Baldwin, who shares with her students what I wish for each of you. Her words are, Write like heaven. Thank you so much for joining me and listening all the way through. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks to all who have subscribed and left a review. It really means a lot and helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.